Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Kind of Funny Games Cast review of The Last of Us Part 1. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the Hispanic heartthrob, Texas Treat, Latino Heat, clicking heads and ripping them to shreds, the globe trotting, head shotting, Nitro Rifle from Twitch.tv, Andy Cortez. Great to be here with this fine crew. Great to be here with you, Andy. And I do Voluptuous love sexual. Okay, you took crew. it too far. Nope, you made it weird. You made it weird. You know, I that's like not it. what we needed. I liked oh, it. God. I thought it was really I was going to say, I like your shirt, Andy. I like the Metal Gear Nitro Rifle shirt. Big fan of that. Thank you. Thank you, Greg. Do you want me to send you one? <sighs> yeah, but I haven't, you know, we've been working from home a long time. Yeah. And so I've been wearing a lot of sweatshirts. I'll level with you. I'm not sure where I'm at anymore with the underarm sweat. You know, I usually wear a lot of black T-shirts really? just to hide it, to hide it. So you can do it, but there's a good chance. There's a chance, not a good chance, because I feel pretty good right now. If I put this on a crew neck, I'm sending it to you. Or if you just put it on black. Like, there's a reason okay. most kind of funny shirts are black. It's because we want to hide the sweat stains and all the shadows. All the shadows of the oh. lumpy body. T yeah. Black T-shirts hide it. Yeah, I don't Ooh. need people seeing my little, uh, the lonka, which is what... Uh, uh, what what are these little side pieces called? Love little, handles. Uh, love, handles. love handles. Yeah, long class. Spare tire. Yeah. yeah, that sounds much better. Longitas. 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 Mm -hmm. Forbes thirty under thirty, aka the future class of video games, aka the OK Beast. What's your favorite way to call a love handle a love handle blessing? Eddie Oye Junior. I just go. I just go love handle, and I'm also very happy to be here with this illustrious cast of characters. Thank you. I'm glad you're here too. You know, it's it's nice. You don't have love handles though, right? Bless you. Seem like you're pretty. You're, Honestly, you're as we're starting the show, I was kind of patting myself down because as I sat down just now, I, I kind of felt a little. You bit. You deflated like, a bit there. Yeah. Yeah, I deflated a little bit. Sure, Is that what they sure. call the usernames on Tinder and Bumble? Love handles. Oh, that's really good. That's really Thank good. You. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I don't, I'll tell you right now, you're in for a show. All right. If Andy's Holy coming cow. that hard in the first minute, fifteen, you're gonna get something good. <laughs> wait, wait, if he's doing what now? <laughs> coming that hard. <laughs> if Andy's coming that hard with whoever love handle he took home last night. All right. Uh, and rounding up the group, it's not Tim Gettys, ladies and gentlemen. It's the best voice in the business from the kind of funny X cast, Paris Lily. Hello, Paris. Hello, Greg. Thank you so much for having me on Gamescast. I'm excited for this. I'm glad to. Paris, what do you call a love handle, though? Do you, you know what I mean? Because that's I'm something you said you. goodbye. If you didn't know, Paris used to be Team Fat. Then he got he just got jacked. You know what I mean? He's out there. He just pulls a Team truck jacked. behind him with a big chain now. That's how it works out. I wish. Uh, I, honestly, I got nothing. I, re I tried to scramble and think of something clever. I got nothing. Love handles. I don't know what to say. Just call them the Wittas. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Whoa. It's a dunk on Gary Witta. I've been dunking on Gary cast. all day. We're having a fun thing out there. You know what I mean? Uh, if you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Kind of Funny Games cast. Each and every week, we come together to talk about the things we love in video games and sometimes don't love in video games. Uh, we do it, of course, on Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games. Over on Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games, you can write in to be part of the show. You can get 
get the show ad free. You can get it with the exclusive post show where we are doing a bless who game today, but it's a brand new one. I don't know what it is. I'm very excited to find out. Of course, on Patreon, like I said, you can write in and do all that for this show, the Gamescast. But of course, you could also do it for kind of funny games daily. You could watch us record the Xcast or PS I love you free as we are at not well free, yeah, I guess, but live as we do it. And of course, a whole bunch of other all the gaming content, the exclusive shows. It's all up on patreon.com slash kind of funny game. So go over there and kick us a few bucks if you think we're doing a good job. However, if you have no bucks to toss away, it's no big deal. Of course, you can support kind of funny by using the epic creator code kind of funny. That's right. When you're buying something on the epic game store or when you're playing Fortnite and getting some V bucks on your switch or when you're playing rumble verse on your Xbox and buying some brawl bucks, whatever they call them. I forget. Uh, you can put in the creator code kind of funny all one word and it benefits us, which is very nice. If you want to support games cast, uh, for free, you go to youtube.com slash kind of funny games. Brawlers, course, wasn't it? Like brawlers, is that what it is? Like dollars, brawlers, brawler bills, or brawler bills, bills, something, like, it's that. something yeah. like that. Yeah, well, I see, I, I was going that way, but then it kind of sounded like brawl holla, and I wanted to stop because uh. I knew that wasn't it. But you're right, it is brawl something or something, or yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah. That's like that item shop, way too expensive, but that's a conversation for probably PSL. <laughs> you you, you haven't played Valorant. My uh, Mike, so Mike, Mike spent sixty dollars on a uh, on an AR and a and a knife. True where story. does he get have we ever asked the question where does he get his money because i know he, here's, here's, here's i'll tell you where he gets his money he gets it the same place you do the kind of funny paycheck and that means that you know it is not that deep of a pocket <laughs> that's what i'm saying how does he have more money than me <laughs> here's the thing it's champions week for valor they're about to have the big showdown in, in, i forgot in what place around the world but they have this special item on the shop right now and if you are the top fragger on in the whole game the gun evolves over time round by round the more kills you get it starts to glow red it starts to look all sick and that shit. sounds cool and so you have a gun the phantom which is like a gun, a gun skin basically and a knife a little butterfly knife it has cool animations and so mike mike bought it he swiped the card he's all excited about it but he bought it on the account that he has nothing on because he has two other Riot accounts Jesus with a bunch Christ. of other shit. Because he keeps Th forgetting his password, so then he's like, let me make another account. He's like, he's like, you know, right? I need somebody from Riot to help me out. I need somebody, I need somebody from Riot to help me out. He needs somebody and from Bank of America to help him out with his fucking budget. So, yeah, I, he needs to turn over all his credit cards to Kevin Coelho and let him be the bank and tell him how much he gets on a weekly allowance. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I digress. If you want to help this show out for free, maybe you're like Mike and you spend all your money on weird video game stuff. YouTube.com slash kind of funny games, roosterteeth.com, and podcast services around the globe each week to get a brand new episode of our video game opinions which are often reviews like this last of us part one one of course you still get ads you want to get the post show you want to see what fun game we're playing you couldn't write in but you still have a good time and support us which means the world to us speaking of which housekeeping there's a brand new x cast up that's right paris lily you joined up with uh your other i don't i guess in reverse your co-gaming dad to mike you it's yes, you gary and, and mike yes, talking my, of course gaming about co parenting our son mike yes. you're not doing a good job as we've already know, covered here man. he doesn't understand the value of a dollar but this is what this episode of the xcast is all about is you guys talk about the possibility of xbox one day increasing their their prices on the xbox series x and such so that's a good one and of course is your how how is the move to a weekday been for you paris have you enjoyed that for the xcast it's freed up my Fridays because that's when we normally recorded and I feel like I got extra time for some reason because I'm always busy during the week anyways. So yeah. to slide this in and record during the week has actually been pretty good. It's just I have to remember. I'm getting used to it now. <laughs> <laughs> well, check out the Xcast, obviously, on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games or podcast services around the globe. Thank you. No, Greg, that's a better answer than the last time we asked Mike that. Mike, what do you think about Xcast moving to Tuesdays? Um, 
you know, <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> like, and and we, here's the thing. You could have just that, lied like, to us. <laughs> but, but here's the thing. He does feel good about it because him and I always have a 10 minute conversation after every X cast to see how we feel about each episode and talk about like public uh, pub info and all that stuff. And the first time we did a Tuesday record, he was like, that was great. I loved the energy. It was earlier in the week. So, you know, the gaming dads aren't tired. We're uh, like, all of us are like more energetic. And then of course, when you guys ask him, he's like, kind of like, uh, it was whatever. It was fine. It's like, Mike, you literally told me, uh, like, off, like, uh, content that it was great. What are he you doing He just wants to look here? cool to his friends. Don't listen to uh, him. He definitely has a second course. job, right? Like, how is he finding all this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you to our Patreon producers who make it so Mike can p- spend all this money on stupid shit. Fargo Brady, Delaney Twinnings, James Hastings, and Casey Andrew. Today we're brought to you by ExpressVPN and Chime, but we'll talk about that later. For now, we're going to start the review of The Last of Us Part one on playstation 5 thank you to playstation of course who sent us review codes they were provided by playstation so don't worry we didn't steal this off a truck to review it confirming a part two by the way which is really cool to have you know you don't see many people tip their hand to tip their hand that way of course ladies and gentlemen if you've been living under a rock last of us originally came out on the playstation 3 june 14th 2013 has a 95 currently on metacritic uh last of us remastered came out on playstation 4 july 2014 and of course last of us part 2 came out june 19th 2020 here we are september 2nd 2022 the last of us part one is there obviously there are many ways to approach this game gentlemen instead of the normal kind of funny review thing i'm going to read an excerpt from the playstation blog and then i want your responses to what has been said all right this of course comes from the playstation blog it's naughty dogs sean s guy who is the lead cinematic animator on the original and is part one's creative director this was released obviously in the lead up to last of us part one To me, what makes this a remake instead of a remaster is the sum of its improvements. This isn't just the same characters, environments, art direction, etc. performing on better hardware. We completely redesigned everything from the art direction, lighting, lighting technology, to the character designs themselves. We've applied everything we've learned over the decades since the original and utilized that new technology to create something that stays true to the original but reimagined in an updated way. Paris Lily, is this indeed a remake and not a remaster? It is a remake. Okay. And and I, I wrote down some key points here that I wanted to address, and actually, I'm actually glad you read that first. The experience I took from this is he's 100% correct. This stays true to the original game, which is both a good and a bad thing in a way, and I'm sure we'll get into that later. Oh, we will. But the best way I can describe this is it's very efficient. The improvements that Naughty Dog put into this, obviously from a visual standpoint, I I called it visually satisfying. And when you take in the the AI improvements, some of the gameplay mechanics that have been tweaked, I mean, this this is very familiar. This is The Last of Us, like you said, taken all the way back to June of 2013. Absolutely. But it's very efficient. I felt, especially knowing that we've already played part two, this really leaned into the the good things that part two did, right? Mm-hmm. And and I really enjoyed that. The story is still the story. Joel and Ellie are still Joel and Ellie, right? It is still everything that we remember from nine years ago that we have here today. But they've crafted it in a way that, like, like I say before, it's a very efficient use of those old assets and they have absolutely been improved i mean you can see all the work that naughty dog put into this and they should absolutely be commended for that andy do you agree you're nodding your head 
I mean, th I think the way that I always differentiate remake and remaster, um, obviously we look at the Mass Effect trilogy, and that is a remaster because, sure, a lot of improvements were done to the lighting and the textures, but it's still the same models. There have been slight improvements and slight tweaks here and there, but you're still looking at an old model that was made and sculpted back in, you know, 2005 and or in this case, 2013. Um, so if they would have just, like they mentioned, put Last of Us into this newer generation and maybe improve the lighting and the textures and stuff like that, that would be a remaster. But the fact that Ellie is clearly a different model, like we she is based on the younger version of herself from part two, and that was all completely redone. I always categorize those more as remakes, similar to how Demon Souls was a remake because it was all new models and, and stuff like that. So that's sure. that's kind of always been my I don't think the gameplay has to change necessarily for it to, you know, to if the gameplay changes, is that still a remake? I think if, you know, I think if The Last of Us doesn't have a whole lot different gameplay wise, that doesn't matter. It's still a remake to me. And then Blessing to round it out. How do you feel? Yeah, I mean, it's a remake. Uh, this is a remake in the same way that any of the Blue Points games are remakes, right? And in, in the case of Shadow of the Colossus or in the case of Demon's Souls, where it's the same game. Uh, but, you know, it's funny. Playing through it, as I've, as I've been playing through it, I've had the thought of, oh, yeah, this is a remake. Like, new assets, new character models, all that stuff. But it almost functions like a remaster. Because coming off of Lapsus Part 2, hopping into Lapsus Part 1, it's been like... Oh snap! If if nobody told me that this was a remaster or a remake, I don't know how much I would have thought about it. Right? It looks like a prettier version. Uh, it, not having played Last of Us One in a while, a lot of it isn't noticeable in terms of the changes they made. Uh, but as I've been reviewing, I went and downloaded Last of Us Remastered and started playing certain scenes rather playing it in Part One, and it's like. Oh, okay. No, this is different. Like they've gone through even in some areas, enemy placement is different. Um, yeah. a, a lot of the changes are very subtle. A lot of the changes are very like, hey, we're polishing this up. We're making it feel like a, a modern game. We're making it play like a modern game. But they're not touching anything too much in a way that makes it feel like a different game. It is the same game, but it is much prettier and it feels like a PS5 game. No dodge button though. No buy for me. No yeah. prone. <laughs> and honestly, Hey, to the to the point of gameplay being the same, I like it. Like, I'm glad they didn't touch gameplay. That was a big topic of conversation that we had uh, coming out of what was it, Jeff Keighley's Summer Game Fest, where we were like, oh, okay, well, you know, they're talking about how they're pulling in gameplay learnings from Last of Us Part Two. Is there going to be the dodge button? Is Joel going to be like quicker? Is he going to be able to like you know go prone under cars and shit? And he doesn't, and I think it works. Like, I think this game was for me a reminder that Last of Us, the original quote unquote Part One, is. <laughs> I think it's a perfect game. Like this was the yeah. playthrough for me where I was like, oh, it's a masterpiece. They don't need to touch this game. Like I in in fact, I hope when they in the future when they inevitably remake this game again for the fourth time, like I hope they don't touch it. Like I hope it is cool. Keep it the exact same game because that game right there is perfect as is and just make it prettier or make it higher resolution or 8K or 16K wherever we're at in 10 years. Yeah, I mean I mean to Blessing's point, I think to you know the the gameplay mechanics it was more subtle the changes mm. in that it just it just felt more fluid a lot of the things i was doing is as you would come into various encounters you know maybe it was a little stiffer going back to the original game and even the remaster whereas sure. this one it just it just flowed through like once once you got the control scheme down and you're just playing the game 
I'm not even thinking about it anymore. I'm just, I'm just Joel and I'm just doing my thing or I'm Ellie and I'm just doing my thing. And that's probably the best attribute to it. And like, like blessing is saying, yeah, it feels like a PS five game. I, I, I don't deny that at all. Um, if, if I could slightly go into one of my issues, I, I still wonder if it was needed now. That was probably the only real critique that I would give to it. Did we need it now? Maybe this is because the TV show is going in a, new, a whole it's new audience. It's definitely a TV show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course. But that would probably be my critique. As much as I enjoyed it, as much as we already know the, the Last of Us is a masterpiece, that story is just, yeah. a, an emo- just phenomenal. Did I need it now? That would so, probably be my only thing. Andy, I know your hand went up, but we have a whole lot of time to discuss. Where I want to take the conversation right now would be this way. Are we all agreed it's a five out of five? On the kind, oh, yeah. the, the kind of funny scale, right? Yeah, that was the thing coming in, right? I think The Last of Us is a 10 out of 10, original 2013, remastered. And so to come into this and just have it be this remake that still feels like... the It's so bizarre to play this one and be like, oh, well, clearly so much work went into it, but it is just The Last of Us. And I'm going to be interested as we go around and talk about it with it because I, th- I think... I, this game is a five out of five. The Last of Us is a masterpiece. I'm sorry. Andy. To be clear, I've barely touched it. Like okay, I okay, have okay. barely touched it, and I just, I sure I can say that a much prettier version of a near perfect game is still a five out of five for me. Like I, I, I don't think anything. Like if it played like shit back in the day, and then all they did was visually change it, then I'd say, oh, maybe not. It does feel a bit more archaic, but mm-hmm. I, I still feel like it's modernized enough and things were smoothed out enough in uh, of things that they like. I remember when they showed off that sort of gameplay sequence and like Paris already mentioned how the animations feel smoother and the movement does feel a little bit more silky. And they did kind of talk about that. Yeah, we brushed some of those things up and we made some transitions from the character walking to getting near this piece of uh, cover or whatever. All that stuff sort of is meant to feel a bit smoother. And there's like there there was um, I forget if it was blog posts or videos or what of them talking about AI behavior and how oh yeah this time around in part one uh, last was AI behavior in terms of your companions are going to be smarter right like they're going to run out of enemy sight lines they're going to uh, have correct pathing also you know enemy AI as well as improved like they're talking they've talked about all these these marginal improvements based off of things that they did in the last this part two where again playing it I didn't notice a thing in and this- I think. That's more so the magic of it. And this is my, not my problem with it, but I think as we go around and talk about it, it's going to be an interesting perspective on it where you're talking about how it feels like Last of Us, even though it's different and it is this remake and blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, they've said they've improved the AI and done all this stuff. And when I started it over here and Jen was sitting next to me, what did Tess do when we ran into the first group of humans? Act like a moron and walk the wrong way around the box and like totally be in the sight line of the guy, but I don't get in trouble. And it's like, and Jen snickered and I'm like, it's the last of us because I remember how many times in 2013, Ellie doing the same shit. I'm just like wandering out in the clicker. And like, it's not, that egregious but it is the same thing happening right there paris you're yankee so i before we dive too much into this i, I just want to bring up this note because i i, I want to bring this perspective to it so i let my son play he's never played the last of us this was his first exposure to it wrong. at all i know how much destiny has this kid played <laughs> <laughs> thousands of hours but the point on that is i wanted his perspective because to me 
this game is meant for people like him who have who've never played the well, game Well, hold on before. now. I see you're jumping ahead. You're jumping ahead. I know, so I know. But you're I just trying to, to screw up what I'm there. trying to say yeah. here of where I was yeah. going with all of this is that every, if you, I, not everybody, I assume the majority of people here have listened to me talk about video games for quite some time. And they know that I'm the old game is old guy. And I struggle to replay games. And so when... Blast of Us was remastered in 2014. I was super excited and I sat down and I popped it into my PS4 and I pretty early on was like, oh, I don't want to do this again. Like, this is too fresh. I know what I'm doing. And so we got the code for this one uh, for uh, the re- uh, part one. And I was actually on family vacation. So I haven't had as much time with it as everybody else. I've only had a couple days. Came back, you know, p- put it in, played with Jen in front of it. We I played for a couple hours and then, you know, shut it down. And I've played Rumbleverse since. And it's not because I don't love The Last of Us. It's not because I don't think The Last of Us is a 10 out of 10 or a 5 out of 5. It's the fact that, I, I, Greg Miller, just did this in 2020. In 2020, I came back and played Last mm-hmm. of Us Remastered to get ready for Last of Us Part Two. And when there were seven years, be- or I guess six years between, my, yeah, seven years between my playthroughs, right? It was like, oh, this is fresh and this is great. And I don't remember this thing for thing. Playing this two years, year and a half after that, right? Doing that same thing. I was like, oh, like, yes, this is better looking. And yes, it, it is dramatically be- more beautiful and yada, yada. It is the last of us again. And even though they've done things and changed this or blah, 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 it is the same thing of like, I, I, I was literally like, this sounds like a negative and it's not because the game's great. It's just how this game is going to be decided and where we're going with our first two questions. Uh, you is, hate Naughty Dog, dude. You hate Sony. Yeah, well, you know, Neil Druckmann, get out of here. here. He's been doing too many pushups. He's seen the guns in this guy lately. Guys, ripped. No. Absolutely ripped. It's the idea that this is such an eye of the beholder and such a personal question. Because since this got announced, is this worth $70? Is this blah, blah, blah? Is, is this a money grab? Is it like, That is a question that you only can personally answer. And for me playing it, it was the idea of like, man, it's beautiful. And the story is amazing. And the gameplay is great too. It's just that there's no magic or mystery for me right now. I'm going to, I sat there and I was playing and I'm like, Am I excited to do another 10 to, well, I guess, whatever, 10 to 13 hours of going drawer by drawer looking for the bolts and looking for the thing? And I'm like, no, just to go back and fight the same thing and do the same stuff and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, man, I can't get excited for this. And I think years will pass and I'll come back and do it. But for me personally, I was just like, I played enough to be like, this game is great. And I know how much you guys have played it and how much Barrett has played it and how much Janet has played it. Like, I've seen so much conversation about it. It just wasn't where I needed to be. Blessing. Yeah, I mean, I totally feel feel you on the eye of the beholder thing, right? And I'm sure many people are hopping into the podcast with the question of, all right, should I play this? Should I get this? And the answer really is basic, right? The answer well, is, do you want to replay The Last of Us? And if and the so, answer is yes, then get it. You skipped it in 2020. You didn't replay Last of Us 1 to get ready for Last of Us 2, right? I, play, I played half of it. I got up okay. to the sewers and then I dropped off, which is like, yeah, about halfway through the game. Here's where I want to go. So you've beaten uh, Last of Us Part 1. Yes, plus. Yes, I, I've beaten this latest remake. So I'm going to start the question for you then. Jack Martin writes in to patreon.com slash games, just like you can to be part of the show, and says, is Part 1 worth getting if you've played the original version on PS3 and remastered on PS4? More specifically, in other words, is there anything in this package that makes it a must-buy for returning fans, or is this mainly intended for new players? I think it's intended for new players and then for people who are big fans of The Last of Us who either want to own a new copy or want to replay the best version of it. I think if you're somebody who happened to play The Last of Us in the, uh, back in the day and you're like, oh, I love, I like that game, or like, oh yeah, I really love that game, but I wouldn't care to replay it, don't get it. Like It is... 
the same exact game, same exact content. Uh, it just looks better, runs better. And I think that feeds into what my experience has been playing through part one, where, you know, for this review, this is one of those reviews where my plan was to play as much of it as I felt like. Maybe I get halfway through and I get bored of replaying it, like Greg's talking about, in terms of the, oh, yeah, I played this game recently. Oh, yeah, coming off of Last of Us Part 2. Do I really want to play The Last of Us again right now? Okay, cool. I'll play some of it. And then, you know, it's the same game, so we'll talk about it in terms of the technical aspects of it. There's not really much in terms of content or what happens in the last chapters that's going to take us by surprise. Uh, I was going into it with that mindset, and I was shocked by how much this playthrough was the one that cemented last of us as being one of my favorite games ever right like i've always loved the last of us i loved it in 2013 i loved it in the multiple times that i played um the remastered version um but i don't know what it was this playthrough i have a, I have a few theories but like this playthrough for me uh for, elevated the experience and that's not necessarily all the way the fault of the remaster slash remake right i think some of it is the technical aspects i think some of it is seeing this like you know high fidelity version of joel and ellie going through going through all the same adventures going to bill's town seeing it with better lighting like mm -hmm. uh i even think the opening scenes of joel and sarah and what the first 15 minutes of the last of us are to me that's one of the most powerful scenes in video games and seeing this version of it i think did elevate it i for me i was like ah oh, damn man this this gets me every single time and seeing it, it like this does elevate it for sure um but i think for me what it came down to was just revisiting this world coming off of last is part two and this game kind of reigniting my love for oh yeah this is a story that is so much about humanity and so much about connection and so sure. much about regaining um uh the relationships you lost and the things that you loved uh, when everything went down right like the relationship relationship between joel and ellie in this game is so warm and that is in contrast to everything that goes down in last of us part two i think part of that feeds into why this specific playthrough of last of us uh is killing it for me where uh, it's killing it in a good way for me right why, why it's great for me um but yeah to answer the original question if you're somebody who's not played the last of us 100 play it jump on this version and if you're somebody who's a big fan of the last of us that is looking for any reason to replay it then yeah get it play it anybody else it's hard to really recommend in, uh, in that instance and so, yeah, mull on it for one second because I want to pivot over to Paris here. But Jack's question is, is there anything in the package that makes it a must-buy for returning fans? We'll get back to that, though. Because, yeah, if you've never played it before, sure, play it. Jake Bakes Cakes writes into patreon.com slash games and says this. My dad doesn't play video games, but he has interest. He plans on watching the last of a show next year and has considered playing the game when the show is over. Is it worth lending him my PlayStation 5 to play, or should I just have him play the PS4 version? Paris, you started your son on this, and I, you started him on the PS5 version. Would you say for Jake, he, his, that's what he should do with his dad? No, he he should absolutely have his dad play on the PS5 version. This is the definitive version of the game. There's no question about that. Um, to the point of having my son play, that was that was the highlight for me, and, and kind of what Blessing was talking about. That's what pushed me to keep going to play it until the end because we were having conversations as he hit certain moments that I knew were coming. Right. And then we yeah. were able to talk about them and we we're able to talk about how we tackled certain scenarios, but to see it, the game through his fresh eyes and not know the story, not know mm -hmm. how it ends or anything. I mean, it enhanced it even more for me as someone who has already played it a, a few times that go, yeah, this is absolutely one of the best games, best stories that we have in entertainment period. Right. Yeah. Um, the, the visuals, 
and the the slight tweaks that they have made with this version makes it the definitive one that anyone that's walking in the door i would yes you go spend that 70 dollars. yes you go play it on the playstation 5 don't worry about the remaster or the original version on the ps3 this is the way you should play the game 100 percent now on the flip side to blessings point if you have already played this game and you're not a hardcore super last of us fan that you just can't get enough of replaying it i don't see a reason to run out today and go pick it up i if my recommendation probably would be wait till the show comes out experience the show which will probably spark you to then want to go back and say all right you know and let me go back and play the game and, and see how it compares to what i saw in the show and i'm just going to be be blunt about it it's probably at a discount at that point as well for um, sure if you can yeah. wait for it right yeah yeah exactly Andy, you were nodding. You agree with the Paris's take there? Yeah, I think that even if you're someone like me who's just super into the visual feast, right? Like I can just dine on a visual feast day and night. But I don't really have a whole lot of need to want to replay this game. Uh, I'm similar to you, Greg. I, I beat it in 2020 before Part 2 came out. Yeah. And as somebody who generally doesn't like a whole lot of horror stuff in that genre uh i've played through this game a couple times and i don't i don't think it's like the scariest thing in the world but it's stressful as hell it's stressful and it kind of yeah. makes me feel like shit and i i feel like i would only <laughs> want to replay it if part three came out in five years and i would want to like revisit it but even as someone like me who i am such a sucker for here's what the game looked back then here's what it looks like now sure and if you're someone like me, then I would say just wait for the Digital Foundry videos whenever those come out and watch those awesome comparisons. Um, I would only say play this if you've never played it before. Buy it on PS5 if you've never experienced it before. Otherwise, unless you're a hardcore fan, I don't really see a, a huge reason to, uh, to check this one out again. And so, Blessing, we've made our way back around to you. As the man who's, you know, beaten it, done it. Did you Left Behind 2 off of this? I didn't do Left Behind, no. Okay. I'm not is there anything? anything well, one thing I just wanted to point out really quick Andy, is like the when the... Up when the conversation's moving, I Yeah, Andy, God, come listen on, to the man. He's your boss, Andy. Your bed's right going to come to life and choke you. And yeah. <laughs> right <ahead. What>? yeah. <laughs> I'm conjuring his bed to life. No, Andy, what do you have to say? Uh, no, I just wanted to say that um, in the the Twitter comments of that sort of first reveal this was during the reveal where everything had already been spoiled so they were like fuck it just twitter dump it all you know yeah uh back when um i guess keely was on one of uh or Druckman was on one of keely yeah. shows so they're like yeah. it's spoiled here it is you already know that you already know what this is or whatever um i had replied to the tweet like looks great uh can't wait to see that new dodge mechanic in play or whatever kind of knowing that there isn't going to be the dodge mechanic, because I think that's what made the gameplay a lot more fun for me in part two. And a lot of people's replies are like, Andy, this is Joel. He's not as fast as Ellie. It's like, motherfucker, if if you think that's the reason that's not a dodge mechanic, like you're lying to yourself and you're defending Naughty Dog a little too much, adding a dodge mechanic would add like a year and a half more to this game's development See, I cycle. Disagree. Because it would, it I would, it would, you would have to rebuild so much of the game if you're going to make joel like get under cars and all that stuff. if you were like, doing the prone stuff yeah you have to yeah. change the entire all every environment and give him something to get under you can't get under anything. that that requires like a whole rebuilding of a lot of like deeper systems that i'm sure that conversation happened and i'm sure they said well the gameplay does feel really good in part two but is it worth 
another year to year and a half cycle of development. And I think that largely the answer was like, these visuals are more than enough. The updates and tweaks of the AR are more than enough. Plus all the accessibility that they're adding in yeah, that, that dual sense thing where it talks through the microphone and you can feel the vibrations of yeah. somebody talking like that. All of the, the they are making such massive strides in an area where they have already sort of set the, you know, the set the standard for it, you know. So I, I think um, I think they looked at adding other mechanics and we're like, eh, probably not worth it. We're still going well, to sell it for would 70 bucks and that... people will buy it. We'll Even though it. this is a remake, it is the bones of the game, which is where you're in this weird, is it a remake or a remaster thing? And it's not a remaster, but it's, and it is a remake, but it's not a remake in the way, like, you're going through and changing gameplay mechanics. Taking Last of Us Part Two's gameplay mechanics would fundamentally change everything about how you play this game. Yeah. And, uh, and the thing I was going to say, right, because Andy, I agree with you in terms of, oh, if we're adding in the dodge and we're adding in proning and these other things then we then got to create a game that is going to that is going to benefit those mechanics right we got to make cars for you that, to then go get prone under right we got to give enemy ai attacks the arenas then, change I like the arenas change right maybe in that case well if we change the arena should we change the path thing how much of it yeah, should we go yeah. in and actually actually tinker around with my rebuttal to it though is that I'm actually very fine with this game not having the dodge mechanic or any of the gameplay stuff that was introduced in part two because I I think the game is perfect without, without that stuff. I think uh, for me, if I wanted to get the dodge mechanic, if I wanted the, the go prone stuff, I would just play part two. Uh, part one's gameplay. I think there's something there's there's a certain beauty in the simplicity of it. And for me, it goes back to actually playing factions in Last of Us Part One, mm. and, or not Part One, but like remastered, and getting super into that, and me going. Oh no! These mechanics, these mechanics sing, right? Like the the listening mode, the like, um, I guess going going quiet, quiet while uh, uh, crawling. Not necessarily novel to this game, but I think all works in service of no. You have a limited number of weapons. You have a limited number of ammo. This isn't what Last of Us Part Two kind of turned into with the Hotline Miami style. Hey, everybody's kind of uh, everybody's a piece of the puzzle of this combat puzzle that you're trying to solve, and so you're going to you know get oh, oh, I've already forgotten a lot of mechanics part two. You're gonna get this gun, and then like you know manage these bullets, and then get this knife, and then get this knife, and then get this bat, and like you know last is part two had so much going on in the action. This is simpler, and this and is not more simple. That negative. Yeah, and this is more simple in a way that I think works to really ground what's going on in the story, and I think it really works in service of it. The thing about it, though, right, is that I feel I agree with everything you just said, but we're back to where we started of the eye of the beholder thing, where if yeah. this was a remake that was and it was we've taken the stuff from Last of Us Part Two and put it in here in terms of dodge rolls and prone and yada, yada, yada. It is going to feel dramatically different. I think I'd be down to play it. I think I would move to the top of my list to play. Whereas right now I have so many other things to review coming off of you know coming off of two weeks of not being able to play games and get in get into stuff like right there I start playing I'm like oh it's Last of Us I I know, this is a known quantity and again mileage will vary if that's going to be exciting or not exciting Paris I know you want to jump in well well just to that point I I think this brings it all back full circle this isn't for us they mm -hmm. didn't make this for us in that which is if, to if, be perfectly clear yeah. is totally fine and awesome yeah, like I'm not, I, it's a five out of five done it's you should play this game yes 100 percent. but to that point it's like you're bringing in this new audience of people that are, that are going to discover this game and do you really kind of want to overwhelm them with all these gameplay mechanics to where you know we're we're escalating up by the time you get to part two and now you've added this other layer of immersion into it with all these things that blessing was just talking about that 
actually enhances and you appreciate even more what you get out of the first game instead of trying to throw all of it into the first game. And then you just feel like, well, I just did all that in the first game. Why am I doing all this again in the second game? You know what I mean? So because I'm actually very excited to see my son play part two. Oh, you know, yeah. Because again, he's never played it. So I'm, I'm very curious to see how he's going to feel about that coming off of this. But back to the original, original point of this, this being a remake where I feel they've made this definitive version of it and they've put in so much work vis- visually along with the AI and the subtle gameplay mechanics. I, yeah, I think anybody walking in the door on this, I'm, I'm going to suggest the PS5 version. Uh, and I, to piggyback off of that a little bit, right, talking about the enhancements from part one to part two, in the way that we talk about it and, and in the way that we think about it, I think for me, the thing that that um, allows this version of Last of Us 1 to, to shine for me and work well as it is for me is that part one and part two, for me, almost feel like such starkly different games in the mm-hmm. way that we usually think about video game sequels, right? Where this isn't Watch Dogs 1 to Watch Dogs 2. This isn't Assassin's Creed to Assassin's Creed 2. I think there are certain mechanics that really make them stand on their own. And for me, especially after this playthrough, I like Last of Us Part 1 better than Last of Us Part 2. Uh, and I think a lot of that comes down to the heart. A lot of that comes down to the simplicity and the story that's told in Last of Us Part 1. But like when you take any of the mechanics, let's say the... Character, uh, the enemies barking out uh, each other's names, for example, that happened in Last of Us Part Two, right? Like you kill somebody, they might be like, "Oh, Roger, that was my friend," or like, "Oh, Spike, that was my dog. You just killed my dog." It's right? Not that, Spike. <laughs> not Spike. That's part of the story in Last of Us Part Two, right? That feeds into what they're doing with um, the characters and the mechanics, and um, eventually, I guess I won't do. I won't do spoilers for Part Two, but like the turns that you have with certain characters and all this stuff, right? Like all that is part of the experience where. If I'm playing Last of Us Part 1 and I kill somebody and they're like, oh, uh, Stephanie, that was my sister or whatever. I'm like, why? Like, that's not this game. Uh, And, like, I think you could say that the name thing uh, is an improvement or an enhancement for Part 2. But my argument, I guess, more so is, does it fit for Part 1? Does this make sense for Part 1 with what the themes and all that stuff of Part part 1 are, right? Like, I think they stand so well uh, individually as games that... Sure. I don't think part one has to take things for part two in order to work well as part one. Because that 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 would almost be more distracting, uh, like you're yeah. saying, bless, and uh, getting you more immersed. Which, uh, like, just to just to say, I I really fucking loved uh, replaying this game in the in the remake, um, just because of the level of immersion that they bring in because it's a you know fully from the ground up for ps5 all that stuff just the we haven't really talked about like the the cutscenes and stuff just like the performances that they're able to enhance which like i don't they didn't like remo cap or anything but just because they have more um ability to get into the intricate details of someone's uh facial performance in a in a cutscene. Sure. It looks re- it looks more real. Yeah, it it's looks why more Tess, real. like looks dramatically different in terms of yeah, a character. Yeah, and, and there's some other characters too that look uh really different and uh you know, I was talking to Paris uh, offline about like yeah, this isn't like a, a need day one purchase, but this is for people But it could really- be it could be for people. It's who such are a weird ready. conversation, right? Where it's it, like, yeah. if you were it, buying it your PS5, fuck yeah, you never for played. Whenever you want to replay this game again, 
uh, yep. is what I, I'll say. And yeah, it's yeah. Just, uh, I think and just this conversation is an example of like not everybody was ready to replay this again, but some of us were, right? Bless was yeah. like kind Dude, of I like in the middle. I didn't even know I was ready until right. I played it. And I was like, oh, I'm in this. And yeah. to your point, Barrett, about performances too, there are like 3D audio enhancements in this yes. version of the game too. That Which makes it much more out. scary. Uh, yeah, I just want to shout out of just like the, in the first 15 minutes with the Sarah moment, right? Like I've replayed Last of Us uh, a couple of times, uh, you know, one of them to lead into the release of part two. And none of those big moments from the first game hit me like playing it for the first time, right? Mm-hmm. And there was just something about the scene with Sarah in this remake where it hit me like I was playing the game for the first time. And I was like, close to just full on crying like the like playing it for the fa- uh, first time because you're not expecting it but when you go back to it you you kind of know the, the 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 flow of where things are going to mm-hmm. go but because things are enhanced on another level there's just like a, a deeper level of performance here that like really brought me in and there's just like a bunch of little things that they they uh improved here this little details so, that i love dude, and, and there's a, like that, a, a moment toward about. the end of winter that hit me that same way where i was like i felt like i was yes. playing it again for the first time and yes. it hit me even more than the first time i played it i was yeah. like what the fuck man so barrett you've been listening i want this question from you and then i have it for bless as well though mm. to jack's point is there anything in this package that makes it a must buy for returning fans barrett first a Do you must- think it is the performances or the dual sense, uh, uh, the haptics, the 3D audio, the no, I, I, accessibility I, I, features, the unlockable costumes? Like, <laughs> I, I, I think it's the immersion. That that's yeah. really what it is for me. Like uh, Naughty Dog is such their. Um, they're very into the cinematic feel for things. And I know for people, sure. when uh, this remake was revealed and people are like, oh, like it used to have like more of this like specific art style and they're taking that away. And it's like, you have to remember in 2013, they were aiming for a realistic art style, but that's these, what- These weren't choices they made in 2013. These yeah. were things they were, you know, like they kind got of painted into the corner on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, uh, you know, people are like, oh, it needed, it, like they're taking away that like art style. like. That was their goal to make it look realistic looking. And yeah. now that they are able to do that with the technology that they have, it is literally just that level of immersion, right? I love that they, uh, like the UI obviously is also updated. And it was one of those things where I didn't even really um, think about. But then when Blessing and Janet were sharing screenshots of like what the workbench looked like in the first uh, game, it's like, Oh, right. Oh, like Joel, when you collected tools, you just kind of collected like a, a vague box and you didn't even right. like get to do the over the shoulder him working on the gun like Ellie yeah. does and Abby uh, does in a part two. But they do that this time around. And each toolbox that you collect is actually like a specific. There's like just little it's details like I love. It's like a specific tool that he'll find in every toolbox you find. It's a do, different tool. Do you know what and blew then, me away? What? Like when I first booted up uh, Last of Remaster while playing through part one, uh-huh. uh, I, w- I picked up some of the collectibles, right? Like I think I picked up a comic or whatever, mm. and it just went straight into my inventory. And I was like, oh, yeah, they didn't have the viewer situation where as Joel, if you pick up anything in part one, like part two, he literally looks at it and you can like tilt the right analog stick to bend things around. Yeah. That wasn't in part one. Because that, 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 that was something the that they introduced, yeah. I think, in Uncharted 4, if, uh, if I'm that makes not sense. mistaken. Um, yeah. Like, obviously, you could look at it in the menu and stuff like that, but them like actually holding it um, in real time and all that stuff. 
Um, yeah, I love that little detail. And, like, you actually see him use each tool for, like, the specific level that's needed, right? Uh, stalkers, which, you know, was, like, a kind of confusing thing going from part one to part two where a lot of people were like, oh, is this a new type of infected that we haven't I, seen? If you remember, that was me. I think I previewed yeah. the game and came back and was like, this new thing. And people were like, those were in the first game. And it yeah. wasn't until you saw them from the first game compared yeah. to how they were in part two. You're like, oh, they're And, and, and the, the confusing thing, right, is because of the technology they had available at the time, the stalkers in part one just look like runners but they just kind of like hide and are a little scared and stuff one of the updates which I absolutely hate but like not like because it's bad but just because it's even more scary is that the stalkers in in remake are actually like the stalkers from part two so they've updated that bit where they yeah. actually kind of know where you are at all times which is why I hate them because they're just really scary and I don't like it they're stalking um, it, yeah they're actually like stalking you and so blessing you were talking about like uh, enemy placement and stuff like there is a part in yeah. the sewer where you're with you're separated from uh Ellie and, Ellie uh, and Henry and you're yeah. with Sam and like usually when you go into that layout uh, in the remaster in the original version like there's a very set like okay like these enemies are here like these three enemies are kind of going to go back and forth you yep. get, get the general vibe but this time around because the stalkers behave like they originally intended them that entire exchange feels completely different now and it's like little things like that that was that, the one that made me boot yeah. up last this remaster actually yeah. and i did that exact same encounter and yeah like in part in part one uh they're hiding right they're like literally stalking you the way that they would in part two whereas playing remastered the way in which they kind of just behave like runners right i guess they're more they're like shy runners um but they don't they don't feel different right they don't feel as as um i guess like purposefully like stalky as they do in, in right. part two slash part one and i i didn't realize that until i hit that part do you guys hear that knocking yeah i do what is, cool. is that you no nah, it's my son it's benjamin up there he's got this no. wood puck he likes to slam on the ground every so often Doing so he's up there wearing himself Ellie, out Joel impression if you didn't know i have a son ladies and gentlemen and guess what that's expensive so you should go to patreon.com slash kind of funny games where you can support all the content we make of course you could get the shows early you could get them ad free you could get them with the post shows we do you could watch them live as we record them most of the time except for things that are embargoed like this review but like i said most importantly for this episode, you could have gotten it ad free over on patreon.com slash kind of funny. He's hammered. He's going to be a carpenter up there. Uh, but that, you didn't do it. So you're not there. So guess what? Here's a word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Using the internet without ExpressVPN is like checking in your baggage at the airport without a lock. You don't know who's looking through all your stuff, finding all of your Nintendo Switches, your PlayStation Vitas, or all the other things that you're hiding in there. When you go online without a VPN, internet service providers, ISPs, can see every single website you visit. They can legally sell this information without your consent. Nobody wants that. That sounds like a bad time for everybody. You can browse more anonymous it's easy to use and it works on all devices. I love ExpressVPN. It is super simple to use. I feel safe across all of my devices, knowing that whether I'm on my desktop or my mobile phone, people aren't getting in there. I'm safe on the internet and what I look at, what I browse, that's mine. That's for me to know. Secure your online activity by visiting expressvpn.com slash kindoffunny today. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash kindoffunny. And you can get an extra three months free. Expressvpn.com slash kindoffunny. 
funny. Next up, shout out to Chime. Like a cool breeze, Chime is a refreshing way to handle your money. There's no monthly fees, no maintenance fees, and no minimum balance fees. So it's how banking should be done. And when you need access to your money, you can do so fee-free at more than 60,000 in-network ATMs at many locations, like most Walgreens or 7-Elevens. You can also send money to anyone, even if they aren't on Chime. Fee-free for you and no cash out fees for them. Chime, no monthly fees, no vibe killing fees. Sign up for a Chime checking account. It only takes two minutes and it doesn't affect your credit score. You can get started at chime.com slash KF games. That's chime.com slash KF games. Chime is a financial technology company, not a bank. Banking services provided by a debit card issued by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank NA. Members FDIC, out of network ATM withdrawal fees apply except at MoneyPass ATM in a 7-Eleven location and at all Allpoint or Visa Plus Alliance ATM. Other fees such as third-party and cash deposit fees may apply. Chime.com slash KF Games. Uh, here's one I got for you. Paris, I'll start with you. If there's, and, then, and then everybody jump in. George Barrett asks, is there anything part one introduces or improves upon that you wish was there for part two? That's a great question. And I know I'm throwing, and I'm throwing you right on the coals there. Sorry, I know you didn't have any time to prep for it. So I'm just, if there, I, but I also don't like. It's one of those things I, I like I, the outfit changes. Like I think that's cool. Another reason, again, if you wanted to go replay it, I mean, you wanted to go through and do it. The only thing I could, I could think of, I just feel like the lighting, like like especially like in Billstown, as an example, yeah. the lighting in this first one is just so freaking good. Um, two's not as good i would probably say that i would probably just want to see more of a, a visual update from a lighting perspective maybe in two that's about all i can really think of that yeah that's all i could think of i have to think about yeah. it more just something else yeah because we keep talking about trying to bring things from two yeah. to part one right so it's a different way around i again like it's not enough to make me be like oh yeah i gotta sit down and replay it i think the unlockable outfits and changing stuff for you know joel ellie and all them that's cool that's a nice yeah. way to do it but again that's what i i personally struggle with with the game is the idea that like there's plenty in here it has the accessibility thing which again is just like last of us part two it's great you know it, it enhances listen mode right where you can use it to you can expand how far it goes how fast it goes you can have it ping for weapons you have it ping for collectibles which is nice for trophies uh but yeah, Jesus, <laughs> it's it's an added bonus for He's sure. He's gonna grow to be a carpenter. I can I can tell. We're in, we're in a text mom and see. Is there anywhere he can bang that not right above me? <laughs> I think for me, the things that come to mind are the dual sense in like PS5 benefits, yeah, specific true. benefits. You know, like the game. Damn, he's really going off in there. <laughs> 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 the things that you know i think about are like the performance mode you know I, the the game runs silky smooth on on ps5 and i love playing last on performance mode and when i played last part two i played it on a base original playstation 4 so i did not have any of those benefits uh so playing the game here uh felt cool and then yeah the the way the ways in which like i know it's tired and we talk about it all the time but like the the hd rumble and the adaptive triggers all that stuff like i like it i think it's neat and i I'm agree sure... and when when you know when you get out of uh, uh you know the quarantine zone and you get into boston and it's raining it was that it was very like returnal right where i just yeah. at one point stopped and sat and it was the raindrops hitting joel were coming through individually on the controller and it's like that's a nice touch yeah yeah and i'll i i if i had to predict 
I would imagine they're going to put out a Lapsus Part 1 plus Part 2 Director's Cut package. I'm shocked. Do you think they want to do that? We're going to get <laughs> we're going to get Last of Us Part 2 to for the Last of Us definitive collection. But yeah. but can 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 I pause on that because that was actually something I was going to bring up. They're 1000% doing that. 100%. And and I guess yeah. that's part of my disappointment with this coming out now mm. in that we know they're going to do it. They're probably going to do it when the show comes out. And it almost feels unfair to people that are going to pick this up now that you're probably going to feel compelled to want to go pick it up again. Oh, that's when that my, my one, that's how they make those big my, bucks. My, my one pushback against that is, do they really, I mean, I, I, I know there's the whole uh, debate on whether this was worth uh, their their time and effort to just make this remake. But even for part two, like I, I blazed through remake and then I started part two yesterday. Like I'm fully uh, in on The Last of Us. Universe You're back, right baby. Now. I'm back. Um, and, you know, they had a PS5 like update, not even like an upgrade path. or it's not like a new PS5 version for part two. But like I played in 60 frames and all that stuff. And um, is really like, what do they do for a PS5 version? Because for them to bundle those two games, they have they have to both be a PS5 well, game, right? Yeah, and I, I would think that, well, for what you're doing for Last of Us Part 2, right, is you're making the PS5 version. And for Last of Us Part 1, I think you find all the accoutrements that you can that you can throw in there. I think it is, cool, let's take Left Behind and finally bundle, put that in the narrative. Like, find a mode, the uh, Left Behind mode or I whatever think, it is, I, where you bake that in. I was and thinking find about that during like playing the remake, and I was like, man, I was so bummed. But then, like, also thinking about it, like, that's got to be... Like Andy was saying earlier about like uh, designing like uh, Joel being able to go under cars, like that's got to be another level of them just like being like that's going to be too much work for mm-hmm. like a uh, too little. But at this cause... point, like what we're talking about, like I think you have to do that. To Paris's point, yes, there will be a definitive collection of The Last of Us. I don't think it's going to be as fast as you think it is. I think it'll if if that was going to happen, and I'm not even talking about them remaking Part Two as much as just making no, a no, PS5 so. version of Part Two, right? Yes. That is yeah. more remaster. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. More remaster than uh, remake. Yeah. You'd bundle those together. You'd put them out uh, maybe at the end of Season Two, maybe of Last of Us Part Two. It also or, HBO. I think it also depends on how the series moves and where it goes and does all that thing. But I think when you bundle those together again, there can be the low hanging fruit of it's just them together and that's great and you can go get it. But I do think if you wanted another buy, right, the third or fourth buy of this game for people, it would be a cool way to do what they did with uh, Beyond Human, right? Where remember the big knock against that at the launch, the Quantic Dream game on PlayStation was that it was you played it out of order, the timeline that sucked, yada, yada, yada. Beyond Two Souls? Yes, yes, yes. I'm gotcha. Sorry. I was thinking. What, what, what did I hard. saw? What did I you say? You said Beyond Human, and I was like, "That sounds oh, yeah, like a PS3 yeah. game," but I can't. Well, I'm taking out Detroit Become Human and putting it with Beyond because <laughs> I'm talking Quantic Dream. But when they redid that game and put it out right for PS4, that's when they said, "Okay, cool, you can play it chronologically." They went through and did stuff. I think that yeah. would be a cool way to do it. Of like, we've made it. There's the games, and guess what? We're making one timeline game. If you want it, you can play God. it in one full. I, I, I need. I need that part two with. Uh, day one for this person day one for that person because i i personally yeah. think the the pacing and uh, uh kind of build up to the climax would have been better that i way. think I that it. stuff would make sense and i think 
but and this is now like getting more into th theoretical territory than literal territory but i would think that by the time we get the last is part one part two director's cut package we already have factions and so i wonder if there are things Oof. that they've put into factions that they can then take and put into uh the part one and part two fact or um multiplayer or not multiplayer the part one and part two package uh that is like you know a exclusive gun that there's in factions we're putting this back into we're putting this into part one and part two or like Stuff like that, maybe you plays or character skin, weird shit that they can do to to make it feel like a big new uh, exciting package. You I just mentioned just mentioning multiplayer gets me so excited. Andy, what do you got? I maybe see them doing some sort of marketing push again when it comes out for PC when all of this well, yeah gets released say. for PC. Oh, yeah. Like either mm -hmm. either the dual definitive package where you get yeah. both one and two, and it's I don't know eighty eighty dollars or ninety dollars or something like that uh, because. We know that they are coming to PC. We know that that's in the future, and we don't necessarily have a... We've been told very soon, and I kind of... I, I'm more along with Paris where I think it does come out as that bundle, and it will be at a better price whenever that does happen. Hmm. It'd be interesting. Like, I, yeah, that, I didn't even think about the PC I, angle on it. That makes a lot of sense. I think they would... And you also got to think they're going to want part two on PC as well. So of course, of course, that that's the new right PlayStation, away. man. Of course, yeah. they want it. They want it there as much as they can. Yeah, and uh, I can click heads with my keyboard and mouse. Oh, baby, oh, I'll be on Of course, it had to be playing Call of Duty. And I was, I was clicking some Steam Deck, baby, <laughs> playing part one. And also, uh, while we're just you know kicking and talking about last was, uh, one of the things that came to mind, especially talking about the AI and the, the improvements that they made for part one, that like for me were not as noticeable, but I'm sure are there, um, was how much of the development of this game is in service of figuring out what enemy AI and stuff looks like for uh, factions multiplayer as well. Because um, again, like a lot of stuff I didn't think was noticeable. A lot of stuff I feel like you could have gotten away with with not really tweaking as much. But the fact that they're getting in there and figuring out the nuts and bolts and going back and even refining parts of Joel's animation and the way he moves and picks up things and making it feel like part two, making it feel high fidelity. I wonder if that is them being like, cool, let's use this as as, as practice for some of what we what we want to do with with factions and getting that going when you eventually take on the pve enemies yeah on your way to fight the pvp people on the server that'll be yeah. fucking awesome because just that one screenshot from summer game fest Are you kidding me or yeah. not even screenshot concept art making it look like the division fuck yeah let's yeah. go watch me on their squad i'm top fragging every game you let me know me and we'll you andy oh sorry i'm oh, sorry i didn't mean to derail i was just going to ask how did everyone play it as far as from a visual standpoint i because i have 120 hertz display oh, so i actually go. played it at the 40 frames and you know and that was in full 4k looked fantastic it was was pretty smooth i did 60 frames yeah if, if i have the option i'm gonna run 60 same yeah I did performance as well, but there was one chapter where I decided to bump to fidelity and never again. I can't do fidelity in any of these PS5 <laughs> games. I'm, they call me performance poppy in the streets. Yeah, uh, 1440p blown up on a 4K monitor or 4K TV looks looks fantastic, you know? Yeah. Especially 60 frames is definitely the way to go. And if I were to bring something from part one into part two, uh, I would do a time machine so that I could play part two uh not in 1080 because if you remember i streamed a lot of part two on the kind of funny games channel and it oh, required me because of my capture card to play in 1080 and it's like but just let me do 1440 like why aren't we why aren't you oh but now you're selling monitors so now you're letting us do 1440 gotcha sony gotcha mm -hmm. makes sense hey, yeah, i didn't put that together 
the fact that they did the 1440p thing oh, in the monitors. The same. That's wild. 100%. That's the only reason. They did that. The only reason. God damn it. That's right. the only damn Haley reason. Miller writes into <laughs> patreon.com slash kind of funny games and says, For The Last of Us Part One, how does it make Greg feel that the trophy list is basically the same list as on the PS3 and PS4? Because as a trophy hunter myself, I'm excited to platinum the game again. Haley, I did not like infamously did not like last of us part one's uh, trophy list and that's not even that infamous i guess i remember making a big stink about it at the time but most people don't like that trophy list as it is let alone the faction stuff that got put in there uh i would argue that this is not very much like that it, there's no difficulty trophies this time around which was another stinker i felt for the last of us part one where it was you had to play you know all the way through uh you had to do survivor to and go all the way back and then you also had to do the survivor plus and all that jazz like there was a whole bunch of stuff, let alone the factions jazz. This is a trophy list very much in line with what we've seen from Last of Us Part Two, which I thought was uh, Naughty Dog's best platinum in terms of, you know, it's uh, you're correct that it's still, you know, go through and get all of Ellie's jokes, get all the optional dialogue, get all the collectibles and stuff. But then it, there's nothing beyond that that is, yeah. okay, cool, play the game four times. Okay, do this. There's a permadeath mode, right? But you don't have to beat the game in permadeath, uh, in permadeath mode to get the platinum on this. I think the trophy list is really well done, and uh, I like the changes they made here. I'm happy they took the lessons they learned from Last of Us Part Two, which was a great trophy list in, out there. And I appreciate the stuff they put in that is more specific to it, right? There's are the little things. I'm not going to spoil stuff in case you don't want to go through and do it, but there are specific events in there to go get it, which I actually uh, appreciate. I thought it was a good one. Um, what else do I want to talk about? We've talked about that. We've done this. I guess, yeah. Uh, Paris, you gave it at the very top, but let's start there. You can just give it a uh, top of it and then we can go around again. But Streamer Rig said, Hello to all. Now that you've had your hands on The Last of Us Part One, what are your biggest complaints besides not being able to crawl about the game? <laughs> I don't have a complaint about the game itself because I think the game played fine. Obviously, the story is fantastic. None of that is the issue. Yeah. My complaint, as some people may infamously already know, is I said something about the price before it came out. Did this need to be $70? And I think after playing it and after experiencing it and after having my son play it and getting his point of view on it as well, I think for anyone that, as we said before, if this is the first time that you played The Last of Us, go, go spend $70 and go play it right now. You'll sure. absolutely enjoy it. But I think for everyone else, it is very subjective. Um, for me, I don't think I would need to run out day one and play this, but I do think I would want to experience it at some point, if that makes sense. Um, 100%. And I yeah. think you have it on the money. And I again go back to what you said at the top, right? Where it's not a game for us. It can be. Yeah. It can be a game for you. But for specifically, uh, you know, us and people who have played this before and maybe aren't hankering for another playthrough, it doesn't have to be for you. Yeah. Plus, do you have a complaint? Oh, it's tough. Because uh, I... This has been maybe my play is since my first playthrough, I guess, my favorite playthrough of, of The Last of Us, and this elevated it even more for me. Uh, <clears throat> so I don't think I have anything necessarily like in anything that's already in the game anything the game does, I don't really have a complaint about. I think my one complaint, and this is less of a complaint and more so of a oh man kind of thing, of when I first played through, the, through Last of Us 1 in 2013, part of what made that experience so special for me was also having factions and playing factions multiplayer at the same time. Like, I know I talk about factions a lot, but factions was the bulk of my hours part of it, yeah. put, put, put into, into the game. Uh, and, like, I lost so much time. I enjoyed it. And I I uh, love factions so much that during this preview or during this review of Last of Us Part 1, 
I went, and of course, I downloaded Last of Us Remastered, but that was also to play Factions. I was like, oh, man, Factions is part of my playthrough of this game. I, if I'm playing Last of Us single player, I got to play through some of these survival matches uh, at the same time and get murked by people who've been playing this game nonstop since 2013 for some reason. Um, and so jumping Sancho in. Sancho West. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Sancho West is in there just with a sniper just waiting for me to come out. Um, I, you know, I think the, the, the value conversation is so difficult. And so yeah. like, like Paris says, right, it's so subjective. And back in the day, part of what made Last of Us a 10 out of 10 for me was it being incredible single player, but then also this incredible multiplayer mode in it. Um, playing through it this time around, I missed the multiplayer mode a bit, but it's not, it's not a, oh, this is less value to me now. Or like this is, it's missing a big chunk or anything like that because I know there's factions coming around the corner. Um, but there was that part in the back of my the brain corner. at yeah in the corner that where i was playing um where i was playing through through the game and i was like oh man i fucking love this gameplay it'd be nice if i can get to a factions match right now oh damn factions isn't part of this yeah all right like i gotta wait for it um so it's not, not a complaint but something i definitely felt while playing yeah andy do you have a complaint for and i know no, you're... No, i mean other you know other than the just the price point i i still think that um whenever gamers talk about 70 bucks being the new standard that still rubs some people the wrong way uh and 70 you know you think of the the full price point of a game is 60 bucks and now it's become a 70 and we think of the discounted games being 39.99 and now that's like a 49.99 thing i think this should have been a 50 dollar game um mm. i think that 70 dollars makes sense for a lot of brand new games and having and this game essentially getting a really really expensive facelift i don't think is just i don't think it's justified for a 70 dollar cause i think it should have been a 50 dollar game go ahead Paris. to your point i i completely agree i think this should have come in at a 50 dollar game and my reason again goes back to the vast majority of people that are going to pick this game up on september 2nd have already played the game we, we know that that that's going to happen you're going to get that hardcore audience that's going to run out day one and go pick it up again I almost feel like you're in a way taking advantage of people that are hardcore fans of this game and hardcore fans of PlayStation by charging that full retail price for it, because this is something that the majority of people have played multiple times at this point. If they want to experience it again, great. I feel but like let, let them play it at 50 bucks versus that. You're taking advantage of them though. Like, it's not like they're hooked to a narcotic. It yeah, is true. this idea that like, like if you want that experience, like I'm, you know, fine not playing it or whatever, yada, yada, yada. But like if Infamous got remade, but it was just the same game, yeah, this is a bad example, I guess. For, but you understand where I'm going. Of like, I know what you're saying. That's my yeah. choice to pay 70 bucks for it. Do it. And like we're saying, if you can wait, wait for it. It'll eventually be cheap. It'll eventually have some kind of, you know, sale going on for it. It's just where you want to come down. It's just, it's such a fascinating one that of course, video games are art and everyone will interpret them different. And da, 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 da. But it's so weird to be in this one where it's like, this is like the most specific, what is your use case? Like what is your life uh, about, and when it comes to the last of us and what you've played and what you want out of it. And like, for me, like my biggest complaint, right. Is like, and again, I'm early on because of vacation and, and I probably won't go back to it. Honestly, at least now is the fact that it's, too much a remade remaster where you know to be multiple hours in and not have felt the oh that's different that's cool oh wow that like oh this you know when you drop in when again you're outside the quarantine zone for the first time and you run into your first uh, room of infected 
and you have to work that out. And as Joel, right, you drop down and then you call, you know, call Tess and Ellie down afterwards and you move the thing for them. The, the, you move the thing, hold it, and then they bring a copier and you crawl out, right? That first main section where you're finally kind of off leash to do it. I dropped in there and I, this is what I'm talking about where not the game is magical, but the magic per, for me is gone where I dropped in and I remember dropping in. I'm like, oh man, I remember the first time playing this on PS3, how hard this was. And I remember when I came back in 2020 for PS4, dropping in here and being like, I got this and still fucking it up. And this time it was like, oh, all right, well, there's, you're doing that thing. And I, did, and I went through and I clowned them all out and I was like, all right. I mean, to your point, Greg, right? This is what happens when you remake something too soon. And I know we've talked, we've said the same thing like a, mil- a million times over the last couple of years that this has been rumored and reported. But, you know, this remake, playing it, there is absolutely nothing wrong with this remake. Like it is, no. you know, near done perfectly. It is, you know, on in terms of technical fidelity, on par with what the best games on PS5 look like right now. They've done every single thing that they needed to to make this remake shine. And we all agree it's a five out of five. But also... Like playing through it, it is exactly what you're talking about, Greg. Where the experience is like, I just played this game yesterday. Like this game just came out. Like I, this does not, this did not need this remake. And we can't, we can't ding it for coming out too early. If that makes sense, right? Like it's hard as as reviewers. There's not much we can really pick apart there. But as consumers and as people who commentate on this stuff, right? It's like, oh man we could have used so many other games getting this kind of treatment. You know, like Demon's Souls is one that we got a couple years ago. And that was one that I would say was celebrated by the fan base because that was a game, even though it's from the same era as Last of Us, it was a game that I think could have used that remake more. And that remake did expose it to a wider audience. Uh, And I would say that if you took anything from 2010 or prior and gave it this same kind of treatment, it would be felt way more. Doing this to a game that has aged well has gotten remasters on the ps4 and remasters that we didn't that we that we played not that long ago and hopping back into it it's like oh okay like it's not as fantastic of an experience as usually a new big 70 dollars game like this usually is and to go and i know both andy and paris want to jump in so this is super short i swear it goes back to jack's question is there anything in this package that makes this a must buy for returning fans and it's like there is a blog post there is a 10 minute video going through in them i feel trying to sell you on why this is a yes here are all the things that make this a must buy for returning fans and for me a returning fan none of them speak to me in terms of like yes i do need to go do this uh andy what did you want to say uh no i just again i just wanted to point out that i i have no problem with this game getting remade as soon as it was i still <laughs> the bigger issue for me is the 70 dollar price point like we we talk about the demon souls and last of us were both uh the same generation yeah, like Blessing mentions that the beginning of the PS3 and the end of the PS3 are, they feel like two different generations. Yeah. Um, and if this game were to have come out on maybe PS2 or it came out in 2008 or 2007 on the PS3, then I would have said absolutely remake it. That's a $70 game, in my opinion. Dude, if they remade but, Uncharted 1 in the style of Uncharted 4, oh, like, think about how big man. of a jump that would be. Yeah, yeah and, and and that's a lot more justified. And to me, I see that as a $70 price tag. That's like a full remake of a game that has been out for a while. But when I think about The Last of Us Part 1, we are using the same Joel model that you made for Part 2. We're using the same young Ellie model that you made for part two in those flashback sequences. And largely, you know, this is going to this is totally going to sound like me simplifying what it is to make games. 
and I I swear it's not me trying to do that, but like you also have <laughs> all of the trees and environmental assets that you made for part two or that you bought for part two, either from Speed Tree or whatever like uh, companies making a lot of these assets, and you're shoving them into this game to make the game look nicer and be presented more. Sure, you're doing a lot of stuff to buildings and making those textures look nicer. And I've seen those comparison shots between here's how this dock looked in remaster and here's how it looks now and there's a lot of stuff being added to the models but still at the end of the day it's like okay that's still like a 50 dollars remake to me this is not a 70 dollars price point Paris. yeah and again just going off of what andy's saying and i, I want to go back to when i said taking advantage that was probably too strong of a word i think my, my point on that is with your most hardcore fans there's going to be that fomo when this comes out on the second am i missing out on something i don't want to miss out let me go get it to me, to simplify this, if this was a $49.99 release, we would have ended this show about 30 minutes ago because it would have just been a celebration. We'd have just been celebrating how great this game is, how great the Last of Us franchise is. It's a five out of five. Walk, run the GameStop, go pick it up right now. Whether you played it before or you're brand new to the series, that would be the conversation. But because there's been the shortened window of when you decided to bring this out because it's at a full retail price because they've had to put out videos showing you the improvements and a blog post and things like that. We have to talk about that stuff. I just think it would have been, you would have attracted more people to this game early on at a lower price point than you will at its $70 price point. That That's kind of my thing, because like I said, people like my son, people that are going to watch that show, they're not going to experience this until 2023, most likely. A lot of those newcomers. And at that point, is it still $70? Probably not. It's probably discounted then. So to that point, um, I think your your most loyal customers. I bet it's still. I bet there will have been. I think it'll still be $70. I bet there will have been. Like, you know, oh, it's on you, Amazon's doing whatever sale today, yeah, or there's a flash right. sale on PS5. I still think the retail. I think PC version is more of a no brainer. full price, of course, whenever the PC version comes Yeah, of out. course, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that that's kind of all my thing. You know, I know I caught a bunch of crap online about it, talking about it over the past few weeks, but I felt passionate about it. I felt as much as I know this game is amazing, and it is. Playing through it again, I am very happy that I did. There's no question about that. But it just sticks in the back of my head how different would the conversation have been since they announced this, since Druckmann was on stage with Keeley, if this was at a lower price point? Yeah, I, I wish it, it was more of a no-brainer, Paris. Exactly. I think that's the best way to say it. It would have been a no-brainer at that point. Okay, okay, okay. Um, the one thing I think we've talked about, but I want to make sure we nail before we get out, I'm going to direct to the one, the only, the blessing at AOJ Jr. This comes from Danny on Patreon. Danny wrote in and said, there's been a lot of talk from the devs about improved combat through things like more advanced AI and melee combat more in line with part two. Does this result in any readily apparent differences from the original release? These improvements seems like as, seem like aspects that may be very easy to overlook without a side-by-side -side comparison to the original. <laughs> You've talked about going back and replaying Remastered and seeing things. Obviously, there's the visuals and the pace, the placement of things, blah, blah, blah. But are you getting a different vibe out of the gameplay itself, Plus? No, not at all. Uh, I think it is how that question ends, right? It is hard to pinpoint without looking at a side-by-side -side between the original and the new one. Um, but gameplay-wise, it functions the exact same, right? You're crafting weapons all the same. And also, shout-out to crafting. I forgot about that. <laughs> when we played through Blasters Part 2, I forget if they even had crafting in that game. I think they did, but it was just different. No, um, it's... it's I is mean, it the same? At, at least uh, how they have it in remake and playing part two right now, it's the same. 
Okay. Uh, the UI well, just, is just different. Gotcha. That was just an aspect that I totally like. I think I I just look look over when it comes to the last of us. But yeah, hopping back in, crafting like getting a melee weapon and also having the ship and all that stuff. Um, Brad you know, Mirabella is somewhere like shaking in his boots. He's just so oh, sad yeah. and disappointed in you. Uh, oh yeah, for freaking the craft. Uh, <laughs> but like you can like you know put together the fucking like the glue together the shiv and the bat to make a super weapon for two hits, and it's the same exact thing as the original, and it feels similar. I imagine maybe like the animation. I imagine of when you hit somebody with a with a um, what do they call it a machete? I'm sure is a little bit more detailed and extravagant, but it functions the same in gameplay. Yeah, that's how I felt too. That's how I felt too. But like we're saying we're nitpicking and it's not a you know blah, blah blah but it's a five out of five so like yeah i feel like this is one of those reviews that i love because it is uh this game's five out of five this game's a masterpiece it still is it always has been right it's the it's the, guy, the astronauts on the moon <laughs> last of us is a five out of five always has been so really you just have to listen to everybody's reviews and what we said here and like take away your own impression of it right of like yeah you should play the last of us but should you play it again that's a question only you can answer ladies and gentlemen uh let us know in the comments on this youtube video on youtube.com slash kind of funny games if you're going to play the last of us part one or if you're waiting for a sale if you're just not going to do it or if you're loving you're we're crazy and yada 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 just let us know and if you're listening on the podcast services roll down your window and shout it out and then the car next to you'll shout it and then it'll just domino effect and eventually one of us will hear it like in 101 dalmatians and then we're 300k subscribers before you know it yeah also sort that out everybody youtube.com slash kind of funny is going to hit 300k before youtube.com slash kind of funny games does youtube.com youtube.com slash kind of funny even get as many views as kind of funny games fuck kind of funny games it's just nick over there talking about she hulk nobody cares you know what i mean it's ridiculous and i understand it's because we're podcasts we're bigger on podcasts yada 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 podcasters just throw me a bone here all right today when you get home you kick off your work boots open up your phone to youtube and subscribe to youtube.com slash kind of funny games it's easy and kind of funny, too, if you haven't already. But mainly for games so we can rub it in Nick's face. You know, I'm getting ahead of myself. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Kind of Funny Games cast each and every week. We come together to talk about all the things we love and sometimes don't love about certain video games. Uh, if you like that, you should come be part of the show on Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games where you can write in. You can get the show ad-free. You could stick around and watch the post-show we're about to do, which is a brand new Bless Who game. Blessing, what's it called? It is called Whose Voice Line Is It Anyway? Oh my god, I can't yeah. fucking wait. Uh, of course you get all that on patreon.com slash kind of funny games and a bevy of benefits for things like Paris's kind of funny X cast. However, if you have no bucks to toss our way, it's no big deal. Remember, of course, we have an epic creator code kind of funny whenever you're playing an epic game, you could put a pop it in on any platform and help us out. Of course, you get the show for free on youtube.com slash kind of funny games, roosterteeth.com and podcast services around the globe each and every week for something brand new of course remember we didn't steal these copies of the last of us playstation sent them to us for review so the ftc cannot come after us thank you playstation for providing review copies they last of us part one yeah ftc yeah you know what I'm... uh ladies and gentlemen we got a post show to do but until next time it's been our pleasure to serve you